Hey, have you heard about popcultureclassroom.org? Pop Culture Classroom inspires a love of learning, increases literacy, celebrates diversity, and builds community through the tools of popular culture and the power of self-expression. That sounds awesome. Pop Culture Classroom envisions individuals transformed by the educational power of pop culture who create diverse, inclusive, and engaged communities, and they bring us Denver Pop Culture Comic Con. So... That's why you get these panels, these guests, these interviews, all of this programming that we offer through the BAC network. Other things that Pop Culture Classroom gives a shit about, quality service to kids and communities, respect, inclusiveness, and diversity, equality of opportunity, alternative approaches to education, recognizing each person's intrinsic dignity and importance, that's always good, and open communication, responsibility, and honesty. Does it sound like I'm reading that off their website? It's because I am. I want to get it right, because they deserve to get it right, and they deserve to have you go to their webpage, popcultureclassroom.org, and donate so that they can keep on trucking with their awesome mission to change the world through pop culture and literacy and education and etc. Uh, no. Oh, right. Does he get into Baby Shark? 
<laughs> oh, baby shark. Yes, yeah. yes. Everyone loves baby shark. Yes. Now I'm a parent. Yeah. That's all I do yeah. is. Even anyone that refuses to dance will all of a sudden join in. So anyway, so uh, what's going on with life at the moment? Um, at the moment, I just finished uh, the Dark Crystal. Whoa! Yeah! Tell us about it. Thank you, isn't it? The Dark Crystal. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, so I've just been uh, playing one of the uh, Skeksis. Oh, oh, yeah. so, yeah. Any Skeksis in the house? Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah, I did a, a load of sessions for that, but each one, because you're playing the Skeksis, uh, this is part of my acting kind of regime, I was just drinking uh, four pitchers of water. So, um, yeah, I could only get to a certain rasp before I was done for the day, so, uh, but yeah, looking forward to seeing it. I just saw the trailer uh, yesterday, so. It looks extraordinary. Yeah, Have yeah. you guys seen the trailer for Dark yeah. Crystal? Yeah. Can, you, can, you, can you, are you allowed to give us a, mmm, girlflings? <laughs> are you allowed to give us one? I can only manage about one and a half girlflings. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've done that before. That's um, about it. But uh, yeah, I've done that, and uh, I just finished recording uh, uh, Label on the Tramp. <laughs> Good responses here, yeah. So I'm playing the, uh, I'm playing the bulldog, yeah. So, so I've actually moved away from humans at the moment. Uh, so uh, yeah, so just, just alien creatures and yeah. bulldogs. Alien creatures. So yeah. how much fun is it like working with doing voiceover work? Do you rock up in your pajamas every day and just be like, yeah, let's do this? I insist on being naked, which. Uh, <laughs> I would like to see one of those sessions. It does throw, it does throw everyone, but, um, you know. I need to feel free. Some free people, spirit. yeah, some people, yeah, I get a bit more sort of extra breath inhalation, uh, which I guess you need here being a mile high, so, uh, yeah. so do forgive me if I peel off some layers. Yeah. So I heard when you were a young boy, you used to go to, is it, what am I going to say? <laughs> you used to you go could to, say anything. When you were a young boy. Yes. Hmm, Frequent Odyssey Seven. Yes. And so I'm wondering, oh. at that, on that, in that mode, could you ever imagine that one day you would be part of this cool Marvel universe? I like, know. How it's... awesome is that? No, so can we get a big cheer for Odyssey Seven? Yeah! Oh. Now Odyssey Seven was a comic book store in Manchester, and it's no longer there now. So we've just kind of woken them up in the uh, comic book heaven. Um, and that's basically where I used to just kind of go and, you know, I'd go buy my three amazing Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, the Weather Spider-Man, and, you know, I would just devour all the comics and then just, you know, just uh, most of my sort of Saturday would just be hanging out there and just kind of, you know, piling through it all. But, um, you know, yeah, like, like, like you say, you know, it's I trippy, isn't it? Becoming an actor and, you know, to actually be a part of the Marvel Universe is like, uh, you know, I don't know, the gods kind of sort of returning back your pocket money, you know, so it's kind of... Yeah, so cool! And then some! In a big way, yes, yeah. To the big kids, yeah. So Invest so early, guys, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get those comments, yeah. you never know where it'll lead yeah. you. What, uh, so what got you into acting? 
Uh, I, you know, I was uh, I was at college, it's from college, and then I, someone asked me to be part of the college show because there was a lack of boys, and so I thought I'd turn up, and you know, I did like Vince Fontaine or something for the, you know, beauty school dropout, and uh, no way I did, no, I'll do that myself. Um, and then I thought, oh, this is, uh, this is a lot of fun, and then I, I joined a two-year performing arts course, and you know, through then, you know, the spark was ignited and then I would go to a uh, fringe theatre where I'd just be um, an usher collecting the, uh, it was uh, collecting the tickets and fringe theatre shows would come through Manchester and sweep the floors and you wouldn't get paid, you'd get half a lager and you get to watch a free show, you know. So, you know, it was amazing and then Steve in the lighting box would always kind of circle all the sort of like, you know, really good shows that were coming through. So that was my sort of bedrock, really, and, you know, going to watch a lot of theatre. And, and then I, I didn't go to drama school. That was the next step. But, with, you know, they stopped uh, giving out grants, you know. And uh, so I, um, you know, I just thought I did a kind of fail and pick yourself up and fail and fail harder and keep learning. And, Welcome yeah. to the industry. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's within anything, you know what I mean? And just kind of garnering the experience, you know, it was very new to me and, you know, sort of 28 years down the line, you know, it's just been amazing and rewarding in so many different ways. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, I, you know, I, um, you know, I sort of um, send all the best wishes to all your passions, you know, that's it. Find your passion, then it's like it's work, but it's not work, you know, and that's it. Get paid to dress up and play make believe, it's a pretty good yeah, adventure, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So, what was your audition like when you interviewed for, uh, for Doctor Strange? Oh, um, well, I was doing a show, um, Marco Polo uh, for Netflix. Thank you, guys, it's really funny. So, anyway, so I was playing Kill Black Khan and uh. No, before that, I was doing The Martian with uh, my friend, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. And uh, a very good friend of mine, and we were just at lunch. And, you know, I'm always nosy about asking what he's up to. And uh, So he says, I'm doing Doctor Strange. I said, oh, okay, okay. So the next day, you're online, and then you have a little look. <clears throat> and there was Doctor Strange, and then on the side, there was a character that said, Wong. And I just like my, yeah, my jaw dropped, and uh, I thought I've got to get this for the ancestors. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so next day, I'm with Chiwetel. I said, "Mate, this is what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to do a petition, and it's called Wong for Wong." And uh, I said, "I said I need two signatures, yours and Cumberbatch's. Deal done." Yes. Yeah. So Chiwetel goes. I don't, already the yum and gnawing is not a good sign. And uh, he said, I don't know, I don't know if I can. So, okay, so that, we put that to bed. And then all of a sudden I got this call, and then uh, they, it was Mum that found me. I didn't have an agent at the time, so I didn't know what. Wait, what, what... so they just call you up on yourself, I'm like, hey. Well, yeah, well, they had a kind of a, an email through the directors uh, from Spotlight in, uh, in England as a directory where. You know, actors represent each other. And at the yeah. time, I was in my own 
pretend Wong and only management. Oh, uh, yes, yes, you know, I, I am. Yes, I will speak yeah. to him. And there's themselves 24 7. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so they called, and then uh, I was doing um, a Marco Polo, I was in Budapest, so I went on tape, and then I was in Slovakia filming, and said, Oh, that's great, can you do some tweets? So I said, Okay. And then I found out when I was in Malaysia, and then I couldn't tell anyone. Hey, Malaysians! <laughs> Malaysians yeah. in the house! All right, so I was in Johor Bahru. Yeah, I was in Johor, got another one there for JB. JB in the house. And then so I was just as people like Khan, like, you know, having just found out, sat on the throne, looking at everyone going, I can't, can't really tell anyone anything. <laughs> and then so my final, uh, you know, my final text is to Chiwetel, and I said, uh, mate, I think I'm going to need your lawyer. And he texts back, Wong is Wong, question mark? Yes, yes. And I text back, Wong is Wong. <laughs> and, uh, and now he's my, uh, my, my lawyer now, to this day, Bob that Wong's is so cool. And that's the story about, yeah. So, yeah. so And I've watched interviews where you've mentioned that, uh, you know, there was some frustration when you did read comic books saying there's not anyone representing an Asian culture of any sort. So how awesome is that to represent? Yeah, and also to address the balance of that on what was previous in the, in the comics back in the 60s. You know, I mean, one was nothing more but like, you know, kind of servile serving tea, you know, and... Uh, so when I got the gig, you know, I, I met um, Kevin and, you know, we had a good chat about this. I said, oh, we're not doing this thing. He was like, no, 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 no. And so it was great, so we were all on the same hymn sheet. And, um, yeah, so now we have him as more mentor, the, the general kind of of the piece, and uh, a, a librarian that you don't want to mess with. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And in them books on the appropriate date. Yeah. Who has to thank for Beyonce? Guys, we're going to be taking questions from the audience. So if you want to come up, please take yourself at home. How are you enjoying Denver? I'm doing very well, Brandon. Ah, oh, you remember. Yeah. <laughs> How could I not? Ah. Oh, anyways, you like Beyonce? <laughs> what Beyonce? Uh, Are you really yeah. listening to Beyonce? You know, hey, come on, it's kind of... Are we listening then? <laughs> if, uh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, hey. Sorry, my actual question is just, what's it like working with Benedict Cumberbatch and who's your favorite co-worker? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is one of our, uh, uh, one of our treasures. And, uh, hey, he's an amazing, uh, he's an amazing guy, lovely uh, to work with. You know, I've known him on enough uh, through the theatre scene. Obviously, he blew up with his uh, Sherlockness. And, uh, you know, it's a great fall to play with one that he's like that sort of curmudgeon, no nonsense business that sort of, sort of balances, uh, balances and quells his arrogance. Yeah. Were you allowed to improvise a lot with each other, or was it all strictly strict? Uh, some of the stuff on Infinity War we did. And, uh, and um, I think that's what, that's what generally happens. They just allow you to have a bit of fun with. I mean, it was really good to watch 
kind of uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict sort of parry each other, and, you know, and, uh, yeah, it was really good. Lots of, lots of fun. Thank you, Brandon. Cheers, Brandon. Oh, yes. Well, get up the stairs. <laughs> oh, hey. Hi. Hi. Scarlet Witch in the house, ladies. It's amazing. Oh, of course. I wanted to Hi, know Scarlet. if you knew anything about Doctor Strange 2. Uh, I know they've, they've now got writers, uh, a writer on board who I met uh, uh, at uh, the Endgame premiere, and uh, so uh, I think that might be happening next year, sometime next year. Thank you. Yeah. That's all right. Who are we up to next? Hi. Hi. Um, my question is, with Infinity War and Endgame, what was it like working on set with Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., and Chris Hemsworth? Um, Chris I've known since uh, I did a film called Sun Sunshine. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was about uh, 11 years ago, and uh, Hunger. I, I, I mean, if you watch it, I mean, uh, I think that was the one that really pushed uh, Marvel to give him the Captain America gear, I think. Um, so I've done him. Uh, Chris I've bumped into and attended the Thor Ragnarok and uh, met his family, were lovely. And uh, Downey Jr. is. Uh, you know, hey, he's the godfather of uh, the superheroes, <laughs> and he's kind of, uh, he's, a, he's a lot of fun when we, we, we filmed that uh, amazing scene in Infinity War, uh, the four of us, uh, you know, just like 500 extras full, sort of, um, and you're kind of wading through like salmon upstream and, uh, <laughs> and uh, wind machines and, you know, chaos and uh, controlled chaos, but a lot of fun. He's got this amazing uh, enclave, uh, Camp Downey, uh, or, or uh, Downeytown uh, Abbey or something. Downtown. Uh, so we, you know, enjoyed a lot of, uh, you know, lunches there and uh, burger assemble yeah. was uh, on the menu. If you have the opportunity to play one other superhero, who would you choose? Good question. Thank you. Who would to choose? Um, well, I do love Spider-Man, but I can't fit in the outfit. Right? <laughs> you put it hanging upside down. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so, uh, who else? Ah, oh, God, this last of them. You know, for a while I was kind of, you know, as I said to you before, I was, like, I was looking for an East Asian hero. And I thought, I thought the Submariner would have been interesting, yeah. Oh. Um, but, um, uh, hey, maybe the Hulk, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, We're gonna go in the middle here. Well, uh, just to say, Ruffalo does an amazing fine job. Yeah, he's fine. He's doing well. Yeah. Hello. Um, hey. My name is Bam. Um, my question was, what is your view on Asian, Asian representation in Hollywood? Um, you know what? Hey, it's been fantastic. I've just literally, uh, I, I went to LA to. The premiere of Always Be My Maybe with uh, Randall Park and Ali Wong. And honestly, you, you've got to see it. It's, it's absolutely hilarious. And uh, just met loads of uh, Asian actors, American Asian actors. And it was, um, you know what? What happens is, having watched it, and there's seldom sort of films like that, but now obviously we've seen Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. 
But kind of what's wonderful is to sort of see it and feel that that you're actually being represented and uh, that you're just like everyone else. And uh, you know, I felt it, it was a wonderful experience and, and, and for everyone else to enjoy. So you know, more power to that. And you know, increasingly, I think everyone has uh, seen that you know diversity does work. You know, and uh, in films and that, you know, that includes, diversity includes all of us. We're all diverse. We're all you know? We're all in it, you know? It's not us and the other. It's not us and the other. Diversity is all of us, you know? We're just, uh, we're just one race. The human race. The human race. I was just wondering, are there any characters that you wish Wong would have had a scene with that he hasn't looked at in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, yeah, Spider-Man, just solely because of my Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It's amazing if they gave me a suit and I had a Spider-Wong suit for, for a scene. Yeah. Make it happen, people. Imagine. Start the petition. Here we are. Uh, what else is there? Yeah, I really enjoyed the Infinity War scene. And uh, I'm sure, um, I'm sure there's going to be a few others, uh, Maybe, you know, in Strange 2, who knows? All you gotta do is just, you know, you just, I don't even cross my fingers anymore. Just, you know that there's just so, such a well-oiled machine after 10 years of nurture and care about every single piece and, you know, everyone, everyone, there's so many of us that are not just in camera, just everyone that, you know, spends those like, you know, late nights just, and the VFX, everybody, the crew are amazing, and um, you know that was our that was our that was our battle, you know. I think and to come out the other end after about a year and a bit, it's it's been amazing to just to see the uh, response and people sharing with it, and people sharing it with their families and watching it with their kids, and you know it's uh, just a wonderful you know universe to be part of. Yeah. So, uh, I realized when you were one, it might have been new to you, being a Marvel character and a hero. Uh, what did you like about being a one? Uh, was it fun or entertaining or new experience for you? Uh, it's not a new experience before, because I'm, uh, I'm, I've always been a one. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, uh, so, yeah, I would just think it was just much more. I was very experienced to play. Oh, yeah. In fact, I didn't do any preparation, guys, if I'm honest. I just walked on and I was one. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, it didn't touch the sides. It was really nice. Um, no, it's, I, I, you know, I think also being uh, proud to be a part of the, you know, Asian representation of. Uh, people in the Marvel world, and obviously we have, you know, Ming-Na Wen and, uh, and uh, uh, Chloe Bennett as well, yeah, plenty of, uh, you know, our good friend Jenny Chan as well, Dave Bautista as well, and, uh, oh yeah, keep, I'm rolling him off now, Pom uh, Plentyev, uh, so, um, you know, bang into Asians assembled too. Yeah. I was wondering, was Wong snapped? No, he wasn't. No. Yeah. So what were you doing then? In those five years? Uh, well, I had to 
file some of my taxes. Uh, that took a while. Uh, there was a sale on. Uh, what else happened? You know, he was there. Obviously, if you're a Doctor Strange fan, uh, there are other uh, uh, outer dimensional forces. And uh, if he doesn't protect the sanctum, which he told you, why would it be a lie? And also, they probably knew I could handle uh, Thanos, because all I would do is create a portal and chop off his hand. Yeah. But Marvel knew how much this would make. And then they went, we've got to put one to the side over there. This film's only going to last 15 minutes. So, you know, uh, and then out uh, I came with the cavalry. You're welcome. I think Wong actually just took a huge bathroom break. <laughs> you can read that in the wow. script? Yeah, go. <laughs> I've got a stalker. <laughs> Is that your question? <laughs> Moving right along. Wow. Yeah. Don't have the burrito. <laughs> So my favorite role of yours was as Kubla Khan in Marco Polo. Oh, that's I was very, very extremely disappointed that they canceled it. Yes. But I was wondering, you, you were the picture of Imperial Gravitas. Very inspiring in that film, in that show. And I was wondering how you prepared for that. How you gathered, gathered that command presence inside when you did that role. Well, I'm actually a king anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, it was a fantastic role to uh, embark on a journey that, you know, I plowed on 40 pounds and uh, lots of pasta and all, all, all the naughty bad stuff, you know. And I uh, and, uh, was uh, fight training and, and uh, learning to ride a horse, you know, we had a Mongolian advisors. I mean, this was like in the 13th century, you know, it was uh, ruled by the Mongol. Uh, leaders of uh, Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan had, you know, he had uh, amassed uh, a fifth of the landmass of the world and they were, you know, he was connected to Tengri, the sky god, that said everything above uh, the blue sky was theirs for the taking. And this was, I played Kublai Khan, who was like, in some ways, like, you know, the kind of global market leader and they had the Silk Road. It was an amazing experience to work with. Again, a, 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 a fantastic ensemble of uh, Asian actors who, 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 who you've probably seen in um, Claudia Kim and um, Harry Potter, uh, not the Harry Potter, the uh, Fantastic Beast, and uh, you know, a few guys from uh, Crazy Nations as well. So it was, um, yeah, it was an unforgettable experience. Thanks. Cheers. Okay, guys. family anyway from a young age so you know I guess there's a lot of experience there you know, 
He's obviously not been potty trained, I think. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Hello. Hey. Um, first, thank you for coming to Colorado. Thank you, my pleasure. I um, wanted to ask, how is it, um, how is it different working on something like Doctor Strange and then going to Infinity War? How is the environment different and working with the different actors? Um, you know, yeah, we were set. We were, you know, beginning our journey with Doctor Strange. Obviously, I, I, I did, it was a bonus film. Uh, uh, Benedict's on and off, and uh, obviously I know she herself have done a number uh, three films with him there, and uh, so we were all kind of you know relaxed and already had our um, our um, I don't know the word escapes. What's the word, guys? Our chemistry. <laughs> Sorry, there you go. That's a mile high for you. Um, Jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Whee! And uh, yeah, we enjoyed we enjoyed it immensely. And then I remember doing uh, some additional photography, and then Foggy came up to me and went, "Hey, anyway, blah blah blah." So you're in, in Infinity War. I went, what? He doesn't know he's he's in Avengers. And and all of a sudden, when we were the next year, we were in it. What was what was amazing was we all had our own films, and then this cross into woven polarization of like, okay, who are we gonna mix up with? It's like, oh, Iron Man and Hulk. So it was a real, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think a lot of, all the Marvel fans love that crossover as well. And, and you know, the, uh, all the fantastic chemistry that came, came with that, you know, like with um, um, uh, Thor and um, uh, Peter Quill, you know, uh, Chris. Uh, so good. Yeah. It was, so, um, so it was, so um, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks. Hi. Hey. Did you think or hope that you'd have a bigger war in Infinity War than just guarding the Sanctum? Do you know what? Yeah, obviously you do. Uh, but, um, you know, I think it's a long game. You know, I think people all have their phases. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what they do for the next one, you know? Um, uh, we'll see what, how much room there is in uh, Doctor Strange, yeah. Hi. Yes. Hi, thank you again for coming uh, to Denver. But, um, so, along the same lines as the uh, two questions before, going from Infinity War, where you have a lot of big Hollywood actors who are very seasoned and very, uh, big veterans, how has it been going from that on to Deadly Class? Because on Deadly Class, you are the senior actor and, and, and the, the person with the most experience and the most Hollywood recognition? Um, you know, I, I think everyone, you know, generally when we were in Infinity War, obviously it was a massive big deal to get so many, you know, you know, A-lister actors, you know. I mean, for me personally, I just feel like I've won a competition, you know, and it's like, hey, oh, hey, you get to meet them. And, and, uh, and then get to work with them. But, you know, you, you, you drop all the kind of, you know, there's a lot of respect in the room. And, but then, uh, you know, you just get down to the, to the brass tacks and get to work, you know, that's my deal. But then, uh, obviously, uh, yeah, I did uh, a series called Deadly Class, which is out, uh, which is one of the Russo brothers. Uh, Russo brothers are involved. It's uh, an academy of assassins, and I'm the, uh, I'm the head teacher. You don't want to mess with you. Yeah. And, uh, so, um, 
But um, working from there, you know, all of a sudden I'm the veteran now. And this amazing, incredible young ensemble of, uh, I call them kids, but I'm 48 years old. <laughs> yeah, I guess they are. Um, but, you know, people like Lana Condor and uh, Benjamin Wadsworth and, um, oh, I mean, the list goes on. Uh, the list goes on. They were, they were fantastic. You know, we're sort of eagerly waiting for a, a season two and I feel like we've, we've done enough, it's, you know. It's got 300% of the ratings of 18 to 49 demographics. So it's got Henry Rollins, it's, uh, it's uh, late 80s music of The Cure, Joy Division, The Smiths, and uh, some kick ass scenes, you know, What's Not to Love. You know? Thanks. Hey. hey, I was just wondering um, what was your favorite memory that you made on set of Doctor Strange? Um, I don't have much of a favorite memory, because uh, I always just enjoy it all. My stranger, well I was, uh, as soon as I got the job with Marco Polo, it was all very, very sort of back-to-back -back stuff, so no sooner had I finished the entire season, just on the battlefield and whatnot, I flew in with jet lag and over to do the scene where, I don't know if you remember, sort of Benedict's messing with the space-time continuum, you know, with the apple, rotting and then sort of appearing again. You know, so I had a few lines where we just run down and we say, you know, you're messing with the space-time continuum. So I come down and I'm running, I just, uh, just arrived. Strange, you're messing with the planet. I was like, oh, okay, okay, let's go again. Hey, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Strange, you're messing with the space-time. <laughs> and then this went on and on in double figures. And then it was like, everyone's and you like get going. Nervous as well, so yeah. Nervous as it, it doesn't help, right? And everyone's going, looking at each other, going, I think we've got the wrong one. And then, uh, you know. And um, so, so they actually sent me home. And then um, I was left to curl up in a, oh, no. you know, time portal ball. And then wait for myself to fully return. So that was my memory. You've had so many iconic roles. Um, are any of the ones you've played your dream role, or do you, is there still one out there that you wish you could play? Uh, yeah, um, he, you know, I've been very, very blessed with what I just uh, what's on my plate, you know. And um, obviously, you know, I've got real desires to kind of direct and you know write and direct and you know make a sort of British Chinese uh, film, indie film. Um, something that I want to play, I guess, uh, you know, I guess I'll say it out there, though, but I would consider playing, I'd love to play Doctor Who. And, uh, yeah! And, um, but I kind of want the Doctor Who for, uh, you know, not, not, not the kids' version, but like, much more where it's quite graphic, you know? So, uh, but um, with the, because obviously Doctor Who, regenerates, uh, I kind of want to play my character where he's, you know, he's in that last part where I guess in a way he's suffering from dementia, you know, so he, no, genuinely, so he is the most vulnerable one, and so he actually doesn't know who he is, you know, so within that, and I think, uh, but he keeps having flashbacks of himself, so, anyway, so that's that universe, so if you can deliver that at some point, thank you. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Uh...
Did Juan ever get his tuna milk? Uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. But you know, I've been to a lot of Comic Cons now, and uh, and it's amazing. And uh, you know, I keep getting gifts of the occasional tuna melts. Have you ever eaten one? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> Occasionally, there's a big line, you know, any, you know, you know I need food. And, you know, I've looked at it and I've really thought about it. And, uh, so if you're ever sending out tuna milk, please could you write down the time when you bought it? And, uh, and possibly the date. Uh, yeah. It's a little and, yeah, yeah, don't store it in your pocket. Uh, and, uh, yeah, put it in my, I don't know, little separate bag. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Universe. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Hi, first of all. And um, so, out of all the characters in Avenger Infinity War, who do you think is like the easiest opponent for Wong to like defeat and fight? Uh, oh, the easiest? I, um, of all of them? I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoyed, uh, you know, fighting uh, part of uh, some of uh, Thanos' army. That was uh, uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Hi there. I enjoyed your voice acting work in uh, 2017's Prey. Oh, thanks. I was just wondering if you were going to do any more voice acting in the video game industry. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I, 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 I really would. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of um, uh, voice work at the moment. Yeah, so as I said, you know, I haven't done like Lady of the Tramp and then. Um, what else, you know, yeah, with the, with the Dark Crystal, it's been, it's been really, it's just been a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, you can really, you know, just, just mess around with the voice as well and just like, just keep going, really. Yeah, I guess with film, we have to reset, and etc. But it's a, it's a great form of uh, medium to play in, yeah. We went to, because uh, I've worked with a leasing company. Oh, yeah. And so you have for some time, and we went to, they had this great show called The Puppet Up. Have you seen that? No. It's like an after hours uh, you know, pu puppet show, so it gets quite naughty. Uh, so drinks are involved, as per usual, and then we're all out in the courtyard with Brian Henson, and my partner says, oh, I see that there's a sketch in your reception. Can I go and have a look at it? And he's like, yes, yes. So Brian and my boyfriend go and look at the Skeksy and he goes, can I touch the Skeksy? And Brian's like, yes, yes, you can touch the Skeksy. And then they both come out with this big grin on their face and my boyfriend goes, I just touched Brian Henson's Skeksy. <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think we that. <laughs> Next question. Which is Icelandic for, yes. <laughs> My question is, when all of your work stories are spoilers for the most closely guarded script in the world, what on earth do you talk about with your friends? Yeah. Yeah, we don't really, yeah. Yeah, we just sit in silence, really. Uh, <laughs> what do we do? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, you, you get it with Lockjaw. I sort of, sometimes I just go into the room and I'm not talking about it. There you go, that was it, you know. So, but, um, it is, it is sometimes tough, yeah, how do you, like you say, some of these secrets that you knew and what, and what, what, what happens and how that's going to affect it when I don't, doesn't know, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been amazing. 
Did you have Sam realise you were a superhero yet? No, it's, uh, it's only, Oh, do you know what? Do you Actually, we were in um, um, you know, were, I think they were in a, a Disney shop and he was sat down uh, playing with some toys and I'd gone off for some errands. And then I came back and apparently he saw me uh, in Infinity War and he went, Hey, Daddy! And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was, a, that was a real lovely moment. Uh, yeah, but I, you know, yeah. So, so, if you had any of like your character's cool wizard powers, what would you do with them? Yeah. Uh, what can I do? Yeah. Uh, what, what sort of powers has he got? Like, like making the corals. Oh, like the portals, yeah. I guess, you know, he set up his own uh, travel company. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wong's, hello, Wong's portals. <laughs> oh, next to no time. Hi, uh, so I'm a massive fan of the IT crowd. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was wondering, now that you've gotten to know at least a few of the Avengers, uh, which one do you think would win at uh, Unlicensed Street Countdown? Oh, wow, yeah. Unlicensed Street Countdown. Who? Who would be very good at that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, Iron Man. Uh, maybe Dave Bautista's uh, Drax. I think he might, he might be good at it. Street Countdown! Anyway, <laughs> Hey. Hey, um, if you could be any Disney princess, who would you be? <laughs> the question you've always wanted. <laughs> Thank you. Do you know what? I think, uh, maybe not uh, so much the princess. Uh, Moana. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. 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 Rock into Moana, then, yeah. Maybe. I think uh, I got caught sleeping on a sofa, I think. Chris Evans had, uh, had um, filmed with everyone with all their names and their high chairs. And it starts, you just see me at the back completely gone. It's having uh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you must be exhausted. <laughs> yeah, it's tiring business, yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you think we will get to see the true Mandarin? Oh. Do we? Well, maybe, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, because obviously that wasn't the, uh, the, the real one, yeah, so no doubt. I think so. Hey. Hi. So... Hey. Oh, how are you doing? Sorry, I feel nervous. Don't be don't nervous. nervous, it's okay. What's your name? You get nervous too. Um, Mikael. Hey? Mikael. Mikael, how are you doing? Everyone say hi, Mikael. Hi! 
there we go. So, the portals, like in Doctor's, uh, an example for my question. Yeah. Doctor Strange was in his room when he made a portal to the library and grabbed a bunch of books. Yes. Uh, while you were in the counter. Yeah. How was that for you when they were filming the portals? So, like, did they make a ring to put their uh, hands in and then edit that part out? Uh, we actually got actual wizards uh, to <laughs> take part in the scene. Obviously, we're, we're actors playing wizards. Obviously, the wizards, they were not very good actors, but are very good wizards. Uh, did most of the kind of teleportal uh, scenes, and uh, they were great, those guys. They just, they just come in and out. And, They're day players. Yeah. Well, they work on the labyrinth as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up. <laughs> no, no uh, but obviously, you know, we had like the VFX team that kind of like, you know, to your left, and it's like, oh, uh, and uh, you know, the timing wise was great. I mean, sometimes you make your own timing, and they fill it in. Amazing magic, yeah. Stefan Soletti, I think, yeah. Yeah. So we've, nice. only, oh, sorry, we've only got a couple of minutes left, so okay. we've got two more questions here, guys. Okay, so I was wondering, I know that you really liked the Amazing Spider-Man comic, yeah. but were you really into the Doctor Strange or familiar with the Doctor Strange comics? No, no, it wasn't at all. No, I only knew that, uh, you know, I guess through, uh, a few years ago, because uh, I just was really kind of just more in the you know, the Spider-Man world, really, that universe of playing the Kingpin, the Secret Wars, and how he got his first black suit, and, you know, I remember playing, like, role-playing, you know, like Dungeons and Dragons, they had a Marvel version called Secret Wars, and, uh, hey, Secret Wars fans out there, uh, and, um, you know, I was playing, you know, I got to have three characters, I was like Spider-Man, the Hulk, I'm not sure the other one was. And I was, at, um, I was at a reunion for a comedy that I did up in Manchester and somebody I'd, I'd actually went to school with, I'd actually played Secret Wars with him. And um, yeah, so that was a great old time. Yeah. Last question over here. Hi, I'm Jonah. Hi, Jonah. Is it annoying not to be the only Benedict on the set of Dr. Strange? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. The question you've also heard. <laughs> Is it annoying? It's not, you know, it's not annoying. It's unusual. It's unusual. A lot of neck craning every now and then for Benedict. Uh, you know, if they say Benedict, that was fantastic. I say thank you oh, very I'll much. That. I'll take that, yeah. Uh, Benedict, I think we need to go again. I ignore it. Must be you. So, uh, yeah. I'm fine with it. And where can people find you online, your social media, if we all want to watch you and obviously not stalk you? Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, uh... <laughs> What's your hotel room number? Uh, uh, hey, uh, at Wongrel. Yes, you can find me on Instagram. And it's just like, in a way, it's like my, my, just like my scrapbook, really, of the things I've got up to. And, uh, yeah, so that's that. Yeah, come follow. I do believe we've got one more question. He's running down at a superhero pace. Yeah. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, the man in the blue hat. So I know you've only got a couple seconds left. Can you explain the end of uh, Annihilation for us? Uh, uh, yeah, sure thing. 
the question you've always... Uh, I don't know if you've seen Annihilation, it's fantastic. Um, amazing by Alex Garland, who I, who I think, uh, you know, all the films that he makes are, are, are classics to me. Uh, he made Ex Machina, and uh, this one, Annihilation, was... Uh, you know, I guess there was a, it was an alien form, there was a meteor that crashed close by, and by a lighthouse, and uh, all of a sudden things were changing around, weren't they? Help me with this. Uh, uh, what did they call it? The, um... Area X. Area X, thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but everything was different, uh, things were, were morphing around, yeah, thing, uh, things were kind of... Uh, yeah, there was uh, lots of sort of different sort of flowers and uh, weird, strange animals, and I guess that was because of that energy uh, being reflected in the in the lighthouse. And so the fractals, my belief was that the the, the light was changing around and swirling around, and it was constantly growing. Yeah. Guys, we're going to take a quick photo to wrap it up because there's a whole new energy about to come in and we're going to tweet it out there and if you like the panel, if you want to share it, if you want to go, yeah, this is the best thing you've ever yeah, seen, sure. please do. Thanks so much, guys. You've been amazing. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.